Our national nightmare is over. Odell Beckham is an LA Ram, and your podcast is back. Double Entendre show back for week 10. How's it going, guys? No guests, in case you didn't know. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Chilling. Killing. We, 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 some of us survived Flake Week better than others. I know that uh, you said that the Odell Beckham updates were driving you crazy, and they, they were kind of running wild there for, for a minute. It was like he's linked to these are he's narrowed it down to these two teams. Now he's linked to these five teams. Like now th- this team's pulled out. Like it was just so many updates. Like just just let me know when he's out. Whoever whatever guy sent the the Packers alert like two days ago, just kept being like, oh, like he's now talking with the C- the Saints. And it's like now my sources tell me that it's between the Pats and the Packers. I'm like, dude, you're the one that said that he was in on the Packers. What happened? <laughs> yeah, they even went so far to say that he would be taking a couple of days to figure out exactly what he was going to do yesterday, and then all of a sudden today, something happens. And it wasn't, and the Rams weren't even one of like the the main teams that were like I, I in that like wish list. They weren't. They weren't. I, I, I follow like one of the, you know, I, I read the athletic. You're guys. our Twitter guy. You're our Twitter yeah. guy. So I follow, I do follow Rams beat reporter and she's like, it's probably nothing. But, um, Sean McVay was asked about Adele Beckham at the, at like the, at practice. This is like six hours before the, uh, and he like, like, I leave that to the GM and like, just kind of smile and walk off the, walked off the podium. And she's like, it's probably nothing, but you know, just got to mention it. And then like, you know, six hours later, there it is. Right, right, right. So, sorry, what did what did Sean McVay say and about the GM, and then walked off the podium? Oh, it's like like I leave like player signings or whatever to uh you know the guys okay. upstairs. The, the, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. I feel like the the Rams now just have you know like how every time there was a big free agent, it was like I was gonna go to the Pats. I feel like it's the Rams now. Uh, I guess. Right, I mean, right. I, yeah, probably. I guess them and the and the Bucks maybe like. I guess the, the Rams are like the Bucks were like a year ago. I kind of um, wanted to see him on the Pats though with Belichick and and like no other pass catching weapons there, you know. For fantasy, it'd be like, it'd be like, it'd be like see what his awesome. ceiling is. Yeah. yeah, like see how good he could be with McCorkle. Yeah, or if he just ruins McCorkle, he just ruins yells young quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just ruins young quarterbacks. Uh, Belichick and Odell just ruined Mac uh, Mac McCorkle Jones' career. They're just always yelling at him or something. Well, no, that's going to be defensive ends just going at McCorkle's ankles now after that stunt he pulled the other day. Yeah, Grayson (laughs) Allen-esque. That was pretty cool. I thought he had the ball. (laughs) Grayson Allen-esque, man. I'm telling you. What happened to the guy in the play? I I saw it was an injury, but I didn't see to what extent. Ah, uh, he like they, like they were interviewing him the other day, so I think he's probably fine. But yeah, okay. Oracle and I did. Ankle, I, so. I did. I did like chuckle at the uh, the headlines that were like uh, Mac Jones dirty hit, and then you show it. And I'm like, well, that's I wouldn't really call that a hit. But <laughs> 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 I'm, I'm I'm like, what did what did McCorkle Jones do? Like, did he run up to someone and like elbow in the back of the head? Like, I'd love to see this video. And he just grabs a guy's ankle, and I was like, oh, okay. It just holds on for dear life. Yeah. <laughs> but it did say it did say injury, and I was like, oh my god, that's terrible. If he does that, and the guy tears his ACL, like you feel like an asshole like doing that. But if he's Find next week then whatever well i'm like really conscious because didn't someone get hurt not to like really just talk about 
football. But like, didn't someone in their earlier this year get hurt because of like the tackle where they grab the ankle and then roll? Oh, I don't know if it was this year. That's a dirty hit. Yeah. Yeah, it's like the alligator roll. Like, I don't know if that yeah. was like this year. Alligator I, I feel like last time. year there was like uh, a like a, a prime time game that happened and the guy really got effed up. Yeah, it is pretty dirty when you see it like in slow motion. Yeah, <laughs> when you see it in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know, okay. I think it's take us exciting. back to football. Song. <laughs> All right, back back to fantasy football. I, I do think uh, it'll, it'll be exciting to see Odell. On you know on offense that's humming like I don't know if he's gonna mess up the mojo or whatever but if he wants an opportunity this is probably one of the better ones yeah it's just an offense humming in a different way from the Browns they're way more pass happy the Browns are definitely run first you know and even though he's one of the only like receivers there you you would think he he probably has better fantasy production in a crowded receiving room that passes best more. best weapons of Stafford's career. Best yeah. weapons Besides of Calvin Johnson, career. I guess. <laughs> well, Calvin Johnson was like the only guy in the room, and, and he was that guy. But like, just as far as like, yeah, spread talent spread wide over a couple of guys. Someone did mention like, doesn't Odell have like two bad shoulders? Which I guess so, but dude, he's always been hurt lately. Do you guys think that uh, OBJ could walk in and be kind of like an Antonio Brown to Evans and Godwin? Uh, you know, he could be the same type of guy, like third like player uh, in the receiving room coming in behind Woods and Cup, but like actually be as productive as Antonio Brown. Do you think he'll just have like a couple catches like here and there? I think he would like help out the team, the NFL team, the, the way Antonio Brown helps out, but he wouldn't put up the same numbers as Antonio Brown. I feel like when, when Brown plays, like Brady loves targeting him. And I just don't know if, uh, I don't see Stafford taking... Like just giving up his connection with Cooper Cup and like yeah his connection with Cup as well. Yeah. Antonio yeah. Brown, like though older, seems like he doesn't have the same like wear and tear that Odell does. Mm-hmm. Odell's still coming off like an ACL. He's got the two bad shoulders, mm-hmm. and I think that's why like, like sure. Tony Brown's still, that's why Tony Brown's still, like, <laughs> really good. We, not, like, we say that with Antonio Brown missing the past like three weeks, but go on. <laughs> yes, I guess. Yeah, but uh, I, yeah, I guess. But I think it's why like Antonio Brown still looks spry. But I think now, like in a pass-first offense and stuff, we might see some vintage Odell. Odell also, yeah. I mean, he seems like his mood dictates his play a lot. Like he kind of like he makes was. up his mind whether. Yeah, I mean, like he was, he, he was kind of, he was kind of open in that in that uh, YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, he did get he did get missed a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> seen the footage. Oh no, no doubt. But I I mean, like I feel like he's a guy that like you know he'll just make up his mind whether he wants to like go hard or just dog it and like not have any regrets about it. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't know, but maybe a change of pace, change of scenery can make him way more content and he'll just play football. Kind of like Antonio Brown calmed down after like looking like the most psycho person on the planet. Now he just plays football for a good team. Who knows? Yeah, I think that the last Odell thing for me, then we can move on, I suppose. Um, there was like, I was like the subtle digs that they gave to like the other teams interested in him. It was like, you know, his heart was with the Packers, but the Packers just never felt all in. Like, you know, the Rams McVay did. <laughs> I never read anything as dramatic as that, I guess. But that's yeah. Like, <laughs> then, there was, then there was another one where it was um, it's on the know, ramps. That's it was all being sold on the Rams, and it was like they passed 65% of the time. I felt like that was just a total dig at the Seahawks. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it's more to just point out that they like 
pass a lot. I don't know. What did they say anything about the Seahawks? No, like a lot of people like Twitter that as a, a dig at the Seahawks just because like oh they like emphasized how how much the, the Rams pass. Noted so, Seahawks I'm... fan Nina Kimes mentioned mentioned that. Okay. <laughs> First shot from Nina Kimes ever on the podcast. And Tom got it. Let's go. She, she's a big Seahawks fan, right? Yeah, yes. she's got a ta- She has a tattoo right. on her arm for like the Super Bowl win. I remember it got brought up one time when I was actually watching ESPN. I was like, that's kind of random. Like, I don't, I don't know the backstory, but they, very, very bold of you to take a shot I at me. Bet, I, I bet Tom could slay in Amita Kimes trivia. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can tell you. <laughs> only, in tri- only in trivia. That, not, that's, not, that's, not. that's a special edition of the show. We can, we can do that offline. <laughs> well, if, maybe, maybe she also has a mansion in Watch Hill, like our, our girl, or Tom's girl, T Swift. Taylor Swift, right. Big day for Taylor yeah, Swift. Where's, where's her? Big day. <laughs> Just a good, big day, big day, big day, big day. Big day. Uh, album drops at twelve. <laughs> oh my god, Christ! Though so, um, Odell Beckham uh, felt overshadowed by what I assumed to be the biggest talking point of the episode today. Uh, Cam Newton is back in our lives, going back home. Oh god, you are are, are, are you be coming home? <laughs> Fired up. <laughs> I kind of like that he's with the, his old team, you know. Talk about best best weapons of his career. These are, these are Cam Newton's best weapons of his career. Yeah, too bad it came like at this stage of his career <laughs> when he just like couldn't get a job for the first half of the season. They're giving him a lot of money. He's probably making yeah. more than he was making. I also feel like anything can be better than Sam Darnold, you know, like at this point. But clearly yeah. they don't have confidence in PJ Walker. I feel like they're still paying that rule coaching first job. They're paying they're paying uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Sam Darnold, and now Cam Newton all at the same time. Good for them. That's the way to do That's, it. All because they I, want to place Cam Newton last year. <laughs> I love I love when they uh, I love when they do stuff like that. Like the the Niners when they hired John Lynch and and Mike and Kyle Shanahan, they're they were paying like three other coaches, NFL coaches, prior to Shanahan at, at that time. They were paying like four in total. <laughs> Money's no object for these guys, you know. Money's no object. And they okay, and and they owe Darnold twenty million extra because they picked up his option. <laughs> oh, go off, Tom. Go off. Dude, they had the I don't, contract I, I over here. Like, oh, they just never gave Darnold the right chance. He got the right chance, and he just, he just doesn't have it. I know, yeah. That, that was what our, uh, you know, Jets fans apologists over here were uh, saying. Like, oh, he, he just needs he need a chance. He, now he has the best weapons of his life. Like, and that's, that's what we said about him, too. And, like, yeah, he's been terrible. He got away from Gase. Yeah. Dude, I feel I, apparently it took them uh, a while to find the injury. Like the the scat like the the fractured scapula. Apparently, it took him a long time to find it. It's like apparently it's almost like they like it's almost like they were like really digging for something. They're like, oh man, like get him hurt at all costs to like make sure he has something. I, I saw something where like that kind of injury is from like a car crash. So <laughs> I guess I guess he got jacked up. Maybe it was on that hit where he got like the concussion. But yeah, there's many speculating he's had it though for like a few weeks, and like somehow just didn't know about it. 
like somehow Roth, doctors and like, like Roethlisberger today was like, oh, I got hurt oh, in, this game, like, in, in September, and that's why. <laughs> I guess because he just throws ducks now. Like, how can we can't? <laughs> I mean, can't sit at twenty five yards anymore. But that's hilarious. Yeah, it's 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 interesting how like terrible he is, but like the offense can still actually like do things. It's like they're like Big Ben, whereas like Darnold, like no one could do anything. Like like yeah. Darnold was that bad. Right? Oh, that just, is- like, oh. They were humming the first three weeks. Yeah, and then they lost five in a row. <laughs> Winless teams. But they're they're only half a game out of a playoff spot. So Cam, Cam Newton leading to the playoffs would be pretty sick. That is actually okay. pretty surprising. I mean, that would be it. Would be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Are so they behind Atlanta? Up. I'm sorry. Yeah, before we move on, who are they behind Atlanta? Right? Yeah, I think Isn't Atlanta's Atlanta, the like, last spot. Yeah, that's that's crazy. I but would they would have it. They currently have a tiebreaker because they beat them. So if every guy got, got it. That. Okay. So guys, is there any other fantasy talk you want to get into? It was a little bit of a quiet waiver week. I think we're all still licking our wounds from what was Flake Week and not a single quarterback showing up besides Lamar. Uh, the birthday boys, fifteen dollars on uh, the Titans. That was that was a big one. It's probably the most that's been spent on the defense. I would, th- I would imagine. Yeah, I know one of our hosts is pretty shaved. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, <laughs> all right, all right. As, as like, as, as if saying, that's great. Like he could have just said Copco, like Copco shaved him out instead of one of our hosts. Is shaved. Like it was gonna, we were gonna find out it was you anyway. Just Tom, I, uh, his little I've subtle like eight. I think I only had like fourteen bucks left, so I bet like eight dollars. Uh, and yeah. I I didn't I knew that like if any of the teams above me wanted him like I, they could easily have him and Jake did bet get him for what fifteen so that's one more than I had. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was hoping everyone was going to sleep on them. They get they get to play Trevor Simeon this weekend and then the uh, Texans after that I think. Yeah, they have a really yeah, nice so props to Jake. I think that's a phenomenal pickup. Yeah, and like if yeah. you look at their past like five games, they've been they've been killing it. They had like one bad game, other than that, they're double ditch. Yeah, yeah. I mean they they shut down the, they shut down the Rams, who we just said earlier was one of the best offenses in football. So pretty impressive. Otherwise, um, it was pretty competitive for Jordan Howard. We'll see how long. How I many have. how many bids in total? Four bids in total. Um, the winning bid, $18 to Jimmy. But uh, Greg and Jordan nip on the heels a little bit with 12 and $11 bids, respectively. Ooh. Oh, okay. So That's, a, that's they, a pretty good gap for the 18, in like a good way for, for Jimmy. You know, yeah. you don't feel like he really like overspent. Yeah, Jimmy, just really big spender these days. Love, love to see it. it. Uh, uh, ever ever since his guest appearance. Yeah. And then I think maybe just the only other interesting one, because it was actually really competitive looking at it now, Eno Benjamin went to Jordan for $11. $11. And he beat out me with $11. And then uh, Steve and Connor each with $9. A tie, yeah, that was close. two ties. Yeah, so some interest there. It's more speculative, I would say, than, than anything. Yeah, assuming he, like it's just assuming he's gonna fill the Edmonds role. Of course, I want to get you know Benjamin, but yeah, I, I should have. He's also like he's also one of the uh, probably the better handcuffs now. 
to James Conner. Yes. Right, because James kind of does get hurt a lot. Uh, no, I've heard, I don't know anything about, you know, Benjamin, like where he played in college, but I've heard people say good things in relation to his name. He's a seventh-round pick, right? No yes. idea. I believe that's true. Yeah, so it's, like, interesting, too. I feel like seventh-round picks usually aren't productive, but we'll see. I mean, yeah, he had, he had nine carries and scored last week. So we'll see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I, I mean, oh, yeah. like, I, I got the steal of, of the wire getting Logan Thomas. You guys will all read it in a week when he tears it up uh, the final four weeks of the season. Tom's trying yeah, to sell okay. it to me. Yeah. <laughs> Tom's so. continuing his sales pitch. <laughs> Is, are you, you've been working the phones with him? Oh, he put it in our group chat. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but as the Kyle Pitts owner, like I know he doesn't need Logan Thomas. So oh, he's yeah, just trying to like not. beef up. The I don't know, man. I, yeah, I was, and then yeah, yeah, trying try to beef up. See what my, <laughs> my lineups become. No Chuba, Daryl Williams. Maybe got a week left. No Calvin Ridley. Time to play two tight ends. Got to got to play some fill some holes. So it might be Mr. Okay. Logan. Could fill the flex spot with Logan Thomas. I could. You could. All right, well, with that being said, would you like to move on to savvy selections here? Do it. Hell yeah, guys. Hell yeah. Oh, that means he did well. That means he did well. Yeah. (laughs) I'm I'm calling five and one. I feel like Tom had a really good week. I'm calling five and one right now. I went four and two. Oh, I like because it was it pretty much came down to my matchup. I was like, oh, I guess I, <laughs> I, I won. I won, I won five and, and would have won, so it would have been sick. But all right, four and two is still good. Four and two, which makes my record a little more respectable. Respectable overall, twenty three and thirty one. So not ten games under anymore. All right. Yeah, this is it's the second half surge, just like last year. So it begins. No guest, no guest record to talk about in a while. I, I, I was like waiting for you to say the guest record. Yeah, we, we promised that we're going to start having guests on again soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, let's just hop into it then, Tom. Let's look at the twelve versus ten. This is. Greg and Jordan in a battle here. Uh, who do you think is going to pull out the victory? We should we should know two things. One, uh, on. the Thursday night game is happening as we speak. I will try to let, let that influence any of my choices. And Impossible. Then two, and then two, uh, we have a very interesting development where a lot of teams like right next to each other in the standings are playing against each other. Yes, the bottom halves are facing each other and the top halves are facing each other. Yes. And a lot so, separated by one position, right? Yes. So uh, the stakes are perhaps a little higher this week. Yeah, I would definitely say so. So we're with uh, Big week. Jake, uh, sorry, we're with Jordan and Greg, you said? 12 and 10, yes. All right. I do know that... Uh, Jordan has been pessimistic about this uh, matchup. At least that's what he was telling me like two or three weeks ago. When is he not? Yes. 
True. Doesn't have a full lineup in currently. Um, and he has Rashad Bateman playing tonight. Um, <laughs> As you said that you're not going to let it influence you. <laughs> I mean, it, it is only 3 nothing right now. That's There's a, six minutes left. We're, we're halfway through quarter. the second quarter. All right, yeah. so I think the, the big caveats for Greg are Kamara's not practicing. James Robinson is still injured, but it seems like it's more optimistic than last week. And then uh, just the, the, the fill, I guess he has Ingram, which helps a little bit. Um, but I'm going to go with Jordan here, not because Greg has screwed me a couple of times on my savage selections, but because um, Tampa Bay is coming off the bye. I think they're going to be looking to go a little crazy. So Tom Brady against the weak Washington team. I think Stefan Diggs is really finally going to get his. I feel like I said it every week, but it's the week he's going to get his. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Austin Eckler in a quote-unquote track meet with uh, the chart <laughs> track meet. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty frisky uh, fantasy-wise. So I'm going to pick Jordan here. Damn, all right. So you're wow, picking frisky to set the new record for longest losing streak this season. To get you off the hot seat. <laughs> so he's I have five in a row. So I, I actually looked it up. Um, so Chris has the longest losing streak at eight games. And you love was, bringing that up. Sorry, because I was going really going deep in the record book the other day. <laughs> and it was start <laughs> what else has Chris done? <laughs> and it was the start of the season. So I thought at first that I had the longest losing streak to start of the season was six games, but actually that eight. Connor had I, that as well. I, I had, had I had six games, yeah. I had six games like three years ago in a row. But so that, to start the season. Eight was to start the season. Tough year. Though he matched, uh, th- though he did not get last place, so kudos to him. Right, right. Okay, so with that one in the books, let's move on to, let's go to the eight versus nine game. That's Connor and... Sasso, <laughs> whose team name is Jay Dalvin, and Dalvin Cook uh, in in some hot water maybe right now. Yeah, it's not. Doesn't look we good. We don't know what the story uh, is. <laughs> we have no idea. I, what I, I, I I don't know what the story is, but my man Tom here definitely knows what the story is. Undoubtedly, it, let's go. It, as I said before, <laughs> I think I think his agent was trying to get ahead of a negative story on Dalvin Cook. Who apparently has a history of some some assault and battery things back from back in college, but anyway, that's not, what this, podcast, ooh, that's not what this podcast damn. is about. Um, I don't, and I think if if there are any league repercussions from Dalvin Cook, it wouldn't be till next year anyway. Okay, so you think he finishes out this year no matter what? Yes, barring injury. Okay. Um, Connor with the incomplete lineup. That being said, I'm taking Connor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Connor with the incomplete lineup. Uh, and Sasso with a stable of running backs. Almost too many good choices. Oh, uh, yeah, you're a Josh Jacobs guy? I mean, you know, we know how I feel about Josh Jacobs, but he's still better than better than most running backs that people have to offer. No, he's got he's got four viable running backs right now. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Can't, can't play them all. Juicy. Um, with that said, um, I still think Sasso is one of the better teams in the league, and it's just kind of been a matter of it coming together. And I think this is going to be the, one of the weeks where it does come together 
where his Raiders have a good matchup. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, the Vikings and Chargers track me. Track me. Dak Prescott looking to avenge that awful game last week. So I think there's just a lot going in uh, Sass's favor. I do think, uh, you know, Tyler Lockett on Connor's side is pretty interesting um, and all that. But I just think there's a lot of firepower coming on Sass's side. This might be one of the weeks where it really comes all together. So picking Sass. Tough, tough week. All right. Moving on, let's take a look over at my matchup, 11 versus 7. Another Greek boy versus Brian O'Keefe's NoHo, no problem. The hottest team in the league, right? The hottest team in the league, uh, yes, that's correct. <laughs> the, the winning streak is three for the people at home. Uh, well, well, Tom, all, all really I'm trying not to let currently don't pay. have a winning. <laughs> Thursday's not going well so far. To halfway through the second quarter for me, but go for it, Tom. Bold choice, starting Le'Veon Bell. We'll see what happens. Yeah, well, I my thinking behind that was like, I don't if Damian Harris doesn't play. I don't know if I wanted to go to the other guys, so I'm banking on Le'Veon Bell to just fall into the end zone. Interesting, interesting. If the Ravens, like, pull away from the uh, Dolphins, then he can, like, salt it away. So I think, I guess one of the X factors here is that Aaron Rodgers is still on the COVID list. But I think he's going to play in what should be a pretty good game with the Seahawks. Um, which leads me to think that O'Keefe has a very complete team, and I think that gives uh, him the edge. I think this one's going to be pretty close, um, but giving uh, giving Brian the edge uh, with his 49ers playing Monday night in a good game with the Rams. Actually, a lot of good games. A lot of good games this week, guys. Didn't realize he had Monday night, guys. Dang. The points hit harder. Um, Debo and Kittle. Yeah. So I, th- I mean, I, so I think that I always lean balance when it's a close matchup. So I'm giving uh, Brian the edge. All right. Now let's move on to the top half where we have six, six versus five, four versus three, and two versus one. Starting with the six five, though, it's Chris's turbo team and Jake's. You should not pass the the brand new owner of them, Tennessee Titan defense and special teams. Thrusting them into the lineup. Wow. Rightfully a plus so. 45% increase of ownership on Yahoo to 54%. That is pretty wild. Um, and, and Jake gets Mike Evans back, who may not have to keep, compete for targets uh, with Gronk or Chris Godwin or Antonio Brown. So I think he's really going to take off. Um, the Josh Allen bounce back, I really believe in. And then that good that good Sunday night game of Tyreek Hill against the Raven uh, the Raiders sorry um, I think makes me lean um, in Jake's it. favor. Do it. I know I know Chris has got do his, it two of his running backs <laughs> back, um, but I think Murray at, at this time of the week Murray and Hopkins are still big question marks. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Jake just because I think he's got such firepower at receiver and the bounce back of Josh Allen, which can be a weak winner in itself. All right. And that's that. Uh, next time is your matchup with Jose. This is the three and the versus the four. Thursday night has already begun, but what do you got? 
Um, I'll save the suspense. I think Jose is going to truck me this week. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> God, he's, got these, he's got these Ravens against Dolphins who stink. Uh, John, Jonathan Taylor going against the Jags. I think that could be um, an annihilation. That sounds like there. a nightmare for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I think Tom, Tom's like lambasting his own like I think Yahoo's being a little light on the Kenyon Drake and Deshaun Jackson projections while on my side of things um, my wife my wide receiver God my wide receiver <laughs> <laughs> What was that? <laughs> I'm talking to you about that. <laughs> oh my goodness. So my my wide receiver three leaves a lot to be desired. Um, <laughs> and, and I'm trying to figure out my flex. Um, so unfortunately, I think I'm going to start a little bit of a losing skid here. Um, but uh, Jose, I think, is going to win comfortably. All right, you made it through. All right, one more time. <laughs> just one more. It's the final one. It's a two versus one. It's Steve versus Jimmy. J Train. So Jimmy potentially. Tell me, some- tell me what you think about these teams' <laughs> wide receiver threes. <laughs> so Jimmy, you uh, know, as I mentioned, Goblin might be out. Doesn't look good, uh, but he's getting some reinforcements with Russell Wilson who Tyler Lockett said today does not look like he's missed a beat. And we know that because Russell Wilson was doing all those fake huddles and all those pregame warm running, running the two minute drill with nothing, no ball, no people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. So, and then Steve has another week of McCaffrey, which you would think that he gets a bigger snap share. Um, AJ Brown's a beast and probably one of my regrets in not drafting uh, in this league because I have him in several other places. Nobody cares. No one cares about the leagues, I know. <laughs> um, and Steve potentially has his wild card with the Ernest Johnson if Nick Chubb's out. Not, not advice. I'm just acknowledging. That wasn't advice. Not, not advice. I'm just acknowledging that, he, that that might be more of a factor. Um, yeah, he'd literally be the only running back in their backfield. So, like, yes. Because I think Demetric so, Felton also has COVID or is on yes. the list. And then their practice squad guy has it too. Yeah, so like, it it would be him. Yeah, so that's not advice. It's like, it's like obvious. It's just a fact. Oh, I mean, you're good. Don't worry. Don't worry. Steve, I, you the zig, Steve zags because he has two free bench spots still. Um, <laughs> so I so I think I so I think Jimmy has a uh, a more complete team than he's had like the last two weeks. Um, but Steve is obviously the best team for a reason. Um, and I kind of expect that to continue, and uh, he might get his eighth win before the rest of us get get our seventh. Okay, get right game uh, for Mike Williams. Okay, uh, I don't know. I, mean, I seems like it seems like Mike Williams has become more of that boomer bust guy again. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is it, is it get right or is it ceiling game? You know, ceiling like you know, get right and flying. I'll just get to do. I know that game. he's been like a little banged up, which some people are kind of contributing to. He's uh, he's down. He's you know downgrade in play. But I don't know if it's just like a regression of like the Chargers offense in general. I haven't paid that much attention. Um, but it seems like he's become more of that just big play threat again instead of like this like 12 target monster. Yeah, I mean, 
if you look at his splits, he's had four amazing games and then four. But at the start of the season, it was just like great game, great game, great game, great game. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah four out of five. Was like, he was like top three uh, wide receiver on the year at that point. Yeah. Also, Carson potentially coming back. True. That'd be a big boost. Too. That'd be a big boost. Neck, neck injuries are something you don't really want to play around with, but I'm surprised. He's going to help. He's, he's back to help Jimmy uh, make that push into the playoffs. <laughs> True. Trying to make it, uh, make it or flake it come alive. Yes. Just uh, say it and just, just speak it into existence. <laughs> a lot of flakes. And more to come. Hours. So, guys, I'm hoping that this is the week that is five and one. At least. Always strive for six and zero. Oh. Always strive. Yeah, yeah, dude. Just always strive. Team, I, mean, I mean, being ten games under last week, it's hard. You know, you, you, you want the small victories, but yeah, six and zero oh is always. <sighs> never had the zero and six week, and never had the six and zero oh week, which I guess is an okay thing. Well, it'll be history when it does happen. Yeah. And, you'll, and we'll obviously hear about it. <laughs> I just have to stamp that onto the fantasy vlog belts. Yeah, big crossover episode. Big crossover episode. Congratulations again on winning the belt. Thank you. I, I oh, like, my God. I feel like after like how it all happened, everyone's like, oh, you guys like staged it. Because, like, Tom, what are the odds that you can win two in a row? And, and then, like, the thing with uh, Eric's friend and all that. But Oh, my God. I was I was crying. I legit started crying. I was laughing so hard at that part. Oh, my goodness. I was watching it. And like, what are you watching? And she, like, looks over. She's got, like, a plastic bag over his head. Like, I did this for you, Tom Scanlon. That's, that's so incredible. I'm so glad that happened. Like, I'm so glad that happened. I had no idea that would ever happen, and it did. Like, I'm so happy that happened. Scanlon. That's that's the best thing ever. This is for you. <laughs> I did this for you. I start introducing myself like that. <laughs> Scanlon, man. That's great. Uh, it's always a pleasure seeing Eric in those videos, too, even if he's got a suffocated with a 7-Eleven bag. Yeah. R.I.P. <laughs> RBRP, <laughs> man. Dude, uh, you know what? At least his final days were with the belt. Yeah. <laughs> he, he didn't even care about the belt. He'll, he'll always have that one week with the belt. <laughs> he was scared about drinking mad brews and grade, grade A. Grade A. Grade A. <laughs> grade A. Oh, my God. That was amazing. But yeah, seriously, that was a narrative street and serendipitously so, not planned at all. And then the, the whole message to you, and then after all three of us get a separate victory, you went two in a row. That was like storybook. That was storybook. That was, story that was insane. <laughs> we love the storybook endings here on the Fantasy Vlogs and the Double on Time Trace podcast. Truth. All right, guys, I think we said that all could be said for this week. Tune in next week where we'll potentially have a guest and we'll see if I went six and oh. Yeah. Heart of the heart of the double digits, man. It's crunch time.